You notice one of my plants is missing. Oh, no. <laughs> it died. It fucking fell <laughs> off the wall, shattered everywhere, dirt everywhere. During a session? No, but I was, it was in between clients, but I was standing like right there. I saw it happen. It was so trippy. It was the, the so portal had to like rescue the plant with my, oh, that's cute. my nesting bag. Oh, that's so cute. Because I had to scoop it up. I'm like, Drill a couple holes in the bottom, put a tray in it. That way the water can drain out and then it'll live happy life. Happy no, life. It, it was only unhappy because it was shattered to the floor. I know, but that's a little container and it'll get Oh, over it's just a temporary. Okay. That's a temporary home. Right. That's it's like um, ambulance ride. All right. You ready? Ready. Yes. Dear Abby Normals. Welcome to Deeply Disturbing Things. The podcast. I'm Macy. And I'm Naomi. <laughs> I'm Sarah. <laughs> And we are three anxious counselors who like to talk about deeply disturbing things. We're trying to find the humor in dark places because laughter is the best medicine. It is. It really is. I am. What do you got? I'm so excited. I'm going to, I went back to printing on paper so I can throw them recklessly around the room uh-huh. and not have to sit on Sarah's lap to see the screen. Right. Okay. I'm going to talk about something real gross. Oh my God, me too, kind of. (laughs) You guys are both really excited about that. I'm going to talk about maggots. Oh. Not where you thought I was going. No, I didn't know. Yeah, no idea. Okay. Yeah, I had a bad experience with maggots. Most people, I, okay, so what was your bad maggot experience? Just that we had outside of our old house trash that had piled up and it had fallen over before trash day and all these maggots fell out and they it was like this mob mentality where they all just started going mm, in the same I'm gonna direction talk about that. i'm gonna talk about and that i was like are they organized and they're all like going yes. they were communicating and they all decided to go like this how do they move place. do they inchworm yeah, yeah they like yeah they have oh. they have no limbs but all of them together went in the same well, but, no i thought maybe they could roll like mm. No, no. <laughs> it was yeah, and then I was like, "Oh my gosh, they're organized mm-hmm. and creepy, and this mm-hmm. is not okay." So yeah, I I snuck into when I was a child, <laughs> snuck into my dad's uh dad cabinet, up into the cabinet as a child, and there was cooking chocolate, and I bit into it, and apparently it was like eighty years old, and there was a maggot in There's it, and I spit it out into the sink. I found it in like old like Top Ramen before, like hella old Top Ramen, <laughs> and then I remember when I was like like seven like i flipped a dead bird over and oh, those maggots. Yeah, it, it was interesting to me i don't doubt that serial killer it was interesting to me that experience was very <laughs> profound where they all started going together and i'm like they are communicating with each other how is this happening i'm not super grossed out by them i am pretty grossed not out like spiders where i'm gonna run screaming and move and yeah. burn the house down and I'm, all that i'm not that freaked out because i feed because i have the leopard geckos worms. and i feed them mealworms oh, yeah, mealworms. so they're similar but different well i used to legs date someone that would make mealworm cookies that's oh spiders environmentally and i don't know disgusting but yes great great for people then okay do those things okay so first of all a maggot is a larva of a fly so what i thought was interesting is a maggot isn't actually the technical term so a what it really is is that it's a grub without limbs um or when all the limbs have disappeared it's a footless larva 
maybe a better huh. approach to it. So it can actually footless. be footless. Oh, you said footless. Footless. It's different. It is different. Maybe they became so loose with their feet they fell off. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I'm on a roll. This humor feels <laughs> up there and the audience is great. All right. So it can apply to a lot of, there's a ton of different flies and things that it could be. Basically, it's not like its own thing. Um, so where do we see them? We see them in rotting food. We see them rotting animals. We see them anywhere else. Rotting ramen. <laughs> Rotting ramen, rotting chocolate. Rotting rice, which is tricky because they might blend in and look like a rice. Right. Gotta right. be careful. <laughs> the Lost Boys scene. Lost Boys scene. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. They, um, noodles or something. and they My friend them. will not eat rice to this day because of that scene. <laughs> that freaked me out. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he looks. <laughs> Those are insults. Maggot. Yeah. You maggot. Grubs. Like grubs. You- like it's kind of like the lowest lowest of the low like minions yeah noobs pawns you legless fool that's maybe what maggot would mean if you said it out loud instead (laughs) you legless fool (laughs) if you ever feel like saying maggot to someone say that instead and see how you feel uh so first of all a maggot legless was really hot legless Legolas, Legolas. Oh right, he was. I got over it, but when it first came out, I was oh, yeah. all in. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, no, I was so. It was the hair, the long hair, and the archery skills. I think it's similar <laughs> to Leonardo DiCaprio and Titanic. Similar infatuation for me. I, I like, was with him. Never tell me how much Leo. you love Leo. <laughs> oh, so interesting. Right. Right. Okay, so here we go. Um, they're okay. using fishing. I'm not going to talk about that anymore than that. That right there. Okay. Okay. Second thing, these next two things are the most interesting things. After I'll spend my time. First thing is medical treatment. Oh, what do they do? I know. I had no idea, and I was so excited. And this is how this topic started for me: was what's gross? Maggots are gross, <laughs> and then I learned more. Okay. So. The report of the, the reported use of maggots um, goes all the way back to uh, Native American Maya and Aboriginal tribes in Australia. So they've been used for a long time. It's also been reported in Renaissance times. Military physicians also observed that soldiers whose wounds had become colonized with maggots experienced significantly less morbidity and mortality than soldiers whose wounds oh, had not been because they eat all the infection out. Yeah, and we're going to talk about that. Well, not all the infection, but yes, they do. They do a thing. So um, it's a certain species of flies that help with what they call debridement. 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 It's the first time I've ever said the word out loud. It's like when you... Like I've heard about that with so like toenails where you file them down. Right. Away. So this is what was so interesting. So they, um, they, they, the doctors will introduce live maggots into non-healed skin or non-healing skin or soft wounds of a human or an animal. Um, there's only one maggot that's type that's cleared for marketing in the U.S. Mm-hmm. of a larva of Califorid flies. Um, they feed on the dead necrotic tissue, leaving the sound tissue largely unharmed. So basically oh. they go in and they kill the bacteria around it, certain types of bacteria. Eat it. 
Um, yeah, by eating it. <laughs> and during the passage through the intestines of the maggot, so it's they eat it and it comes out the intestines, the ability of the bacteria to, to survive decreases. So it creates an antibacterial action. So it takes in the bacteria and poops it out, poops it out. And then that bacteria doesn't Our live after are that. so linked. This is great. <laughs> so as of 2008. Listen to find out more. Trois. Is trois French for yeah. three? Two? Yeah. Is it two? Trois. Trois. Wow. Oh, no, three. three. Sorry. Deux, deux, trois. Uh, yeah. That's silly because I don't know French and I got it right. Um, deux, trois, I know <laughs> So in 2008, they found that maggot therapy was being used in around 1,000 medical centers in Europe, over 300 medical centers in the United States. It's also known as larval therapy. Yeah, I and dig it. Most people, it's a symbiotic thing. Don't actually turn it down. Like both, it sounds gross, but both entities benefit. Right, right. So some things that it can heal, um, it can improve healing in chronic ulcers, diabetic foot ulcers. Wait, you have to eat them then, right, to get at the ulcer. I I don't know how that works, honestly. For so that, those that's ulcers. a little trickier. Like yeah, here, yeah. open wide. So I actually found a whole <laughs> article. Stomach acid, like kill it before it could do. I think, I mean, maybe they can get to it externally of the stomach. What do you mean? How do you get at your stomach externally? Right here. Well, how do they eat the ulcer, though, unless they're inside at the ulcer? I don't know. But if you swallow it, and yeah, it goes in the tummy. We need to find out more. I need yeah. a graph. I'll, I didn't print the 40 pages of there was actual like medical how to like all the way down to like in case we need to take this, this type of angle. larva, put your gloves on, like all the way a how to for like all of these things. So it's out there on the internet. If you I plan on being like a super unlicensed doctor in the apocalypse <laughs> and providing these kind of treatments. Larva, larva, a lot of very interesting. You're gonna have like things. counseling, larval therapy. You have a little <laughs> wood sign up front. I just have a little tank where they live. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever ails the person, I'll be like, let's do some magnet therapy. Right. Let's start there. This is frontline treatment for basically mm -hmm. everything. <laughs> Diabetic foot ulcers. <laughs> Yeah. Um, anxiety here you go three maggots OCD <laughs> three maggots a day <laughs> for those who do it'd be three maggots a day the exact same size <laughs> three times lined up yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to bridge that um okay so other in 2004, the U.S. food FDA actually cleared maggots from a common green bottle fly for use of, in a medical device. So um, these can be things for non-healing necrotic skin and soft tissue wounds, pressure ulcers, venous status ulcers, neuropathic foot ulcers, and non-healing traumatic or post-surgical wounds. So the FDA has approved this message. Uh, so some limitations, so not all wound types benefit. So it needs to be moist. You're welcome. Ex exudating wound. What does that mean? Weeping? Stuff is coming out of it, I think. Um, with sufficient oxygen supply, that's like the prerequisite. Not all wound types do this. So if the wound is dry or um, the cavity doesn't provide oxygen, so it has to be from the outside somehow. So not to cut you, you open have to and put it in. Right, right. Which they cut people open all the time for other things. So. I, mean, I feel like if you're already cut open, just cut that ulcer out. 
<laughs> Throw it on the ground. Well, maybe they can't. <laughs> maybe they can. They just want to put maggots in there instead. Um, <laughs> I don't really know how ulcer treatment works, obviously. Okay, but like to be to be fair, I don't not, know if it's a thing you cut out. Not all ulcers are treated with maggots, <laughs> so there's like specialty clinics that do this. It's an older form of treatment that is used in certain situations. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's like the step one for most people going to the hospital. With <laughs> just a guess, just a guess. So um, it's, it may be possible I found out to make a dry wound suitable for larval therapy by moistening it with saline soaks. So they moisten it up, moisten it. Okay. So the, some of the things that they do, they debridement. So this is where the areas. So this was fascinating to me. So they, part of what they do is they eat, that that area around the top that's dead skin and help open it so it can heal mm. without causing more wound area like it doesn't damage the healthy area um so it helps open it up so it can heal mm-hmm. and they secrete a broad spectrum of protolytic enzymes um that help liquefy that neurotic tissue and absorb the semi-liquid result within a few days. So it's like a over a few day process. What about frostbite? Ooh, that's dead flesh. As long as it's moist. Put that saline. Ooh, I bet you gang- gangrene. Mm-hmm. That's a moist environment. Mm-hmm. In an optimum wound environment, maggots molt twice increasing in length from two millimeters to about 10 millimeters in girth. So they get big within 48 to 72 hours of ingesting the necrotic tissue, leaving a clean wound free of necrotic tissue when they are removed. Like and that's ticks. all that bacteria. Right. Swollen. So With this flesh. <laughs> opens for healing. It disinfects the wound. It also stimulates oh. the body's natural response for healing. Um, and it creates a biofilm. Um, it gets rid of those negative. Uh, what am I thinking of? And antibodies? No, the other word. What's the bad word? Bacteria. There you go. Gets rid of those yeah. bad bacteria. Honestly, it seems like a win-win for everybody. Right. No, it is. What are the? What's the bad? What's the downside? Um, I mean, it's maggots. Is that the only downside? <laughs> people are creeped out yeah i mean they said that like this it the results from most studies were comparable to other treatment options uh for for what it does you know if they were to give a medicinal option to do those same things the outcome is pretty similar mm-hmm. so i'm um, that's really there really isn't a bad thing about using them other than there's limitations to who you what to wound type you can use it on okay so i thought that was pretty cool second thing that was pretty cool is forensic science this is kind of what you were talking about Mm. so the presence and development of maggots on a corpse helps estimate a time elapsed since death so they actually use this in finding out the pmi the post-mortem interval how long someone's been dead how big it gets there's a so depending on the species and conditions, they um, may be observed on a body within 24 hours. The eggs are laid directly on the food source, and when the eggs hatch, the maggots move towards their preferred conditions and begin to feed. By studying the insects present at a crime scene, forensic entomologists can determine the approximate time of death. Insects are usually useful 
um, in this between 25 to 88, or sorry, 80 hours after. Um, and they can tell when that interval hits um, because it becomes very less, or it becomes less re reliable, but they can see every type of life cycle so they can see mm -hmm. how long it's been there. So minutes mm -hmm. after death, blowflies arrive to lay eggs or, li or live young. But how do they know? Smell? Is there some kind of like alert system that goes? Is, what, yeah, yeah. What is that how is this communicated? They are. It's there. There's no blowflies in this room. If we all killed over dead, how will they know we're died? How do they get in here? I have so many questions. Smells. What about yeah? Um, fruit flies. Those freak me out. Oh, too. I was reading about those. How did they too. just appear? Just no, no, no. Like, so, so what I was reading was like their life cycle so fast that like they it they will hatch and lay eggs in a matter of like days. So if you have like even a garbage uh, bin that you don't take out for a day, it can happen and they'll all of a sudden be there. And it seems like where did they all come from? Well, they all probably hatch within the last like twenty four hours. I was blame bananas. 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 bananas are my scapegoat my scapefruit <laughs> so okay back to dead flush um okay. waves of insect activity assist and accelerate in the decomposition process depending on the state of decomposition of the corpse geographical area um so necrophagous insects are followed by insect predators and opportunistic species some of them carnivores but all of them have their own predictable lifespans it's those lifespans that allow them to figure out how long they've been exposed for. So even if they go beyond the lifespan of the um, maggot or fly, then they'll see the predators that come to eat them and their life cycles. God, nature is so freaking smart that there so are certain thing. animals that only eat dead animals. Right. Like that's Vulture. taking care of a whole like part of the food mm -hmm. chain. Well, and it's like that they, wouldn't be taken care of otherwise. And it's looking for that so smart specific um type of dead cells, which it's needed. Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's filling a niche. Mm -hmm. Because if there was so a healthy smart. person laying there with a clean wound, they wouldn't go and eat that until there's like the dead cells present. Or if they're just a healthy person running through the savanna, right. like a tiger's going to eat them. Like that's their mm -hmm. job. Mm -hmm. Right. The Everybody has a lane. Drive. We're not stepping on toes here. I like clear role definition. Right. I heard somewhere that flies, like they'll see poop as like chocolate cake. Because mm. when you see like flies on poop and you're like, oh, that's so disgusting. They're like chocolate. They're like, but they're like chocolate cake like look what we found it's a freshie and I think that's like when my dog's one. head is in my cat litter box and i'm like no oh that's almond roca 100 i'm like oh who helped clean up the, the cat poop that fell outside of the box nope boo oh and then and then he wants it. to lick your face he doesn't like my face <laughs> we said that boundary a long time but he ago. wants to no no he doesn't He's an old man. What were you gonna say? Sorry, I cut you off. Um, there was like a motivation in that of how you know different perspectives of people, animals, like the whole chain of things is just so different. Mm -hmm. Where you think one person's like looking at it, yeah, that's so disgusting, but this fly sees this lovely chocolate cake. So, yeah. yeah, I mean we can apply that to, to like each their own 
Yeah. And like to people, like some people look down on people doing certain jobs. If they weren't doing that, who would do it? Like Mm -hmm. the garbage collectors, for example. Yeah. My stepdad was a garbage collector. If garbage collectors aren't garbage collecting, everything falls apart. And they find cool stuff. They do. They get paid pretty well, don't they? Yeah, they do. Mm -hmm. And you get to ride on the outside of the truck, which seems super exciting. That would be my job. I would do it for a day. (laughs) (laughs) So they collect both maggots from and around the body. They get the um, remnants of their development. So the hard casings called the pupae. Pupa, pupa, that allow them to infer the sequence of events upon arrival. Um, it also lets them know the time, um, so like time of year that this happens will impact what species are there, et cetera, et cetera. So like there's people who know way more than me about this. Believe this, it or not. They sure. dedicate their lives <laughs> to the maggots. Right. So they said that they can even tell like if a body's been moved because if there's a species on it that isn't from that location and it's in a different location um, or even attempts to like hide something like so if somebody tried to hide what they did somehow um, like if it was an original wound and then they tried to make it look like a different type of wound I don't know what might be like tried to make it look like an accident and they Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know something like that. I can tell it was later. Yeah, or... exactly. Um, and they can also tell health conditions of a victim because, again, they go for certain. They it's like that perfect chocolate cake that they want, and if that chocolate cake has certain conditions that make that cake taste like, I don't know, the people that make them out of vegetables, those cakes, gluten free. Yeah. Are you talking about carrot cake? No, I oh, love carrot cake. That's different. No, I'm talking like where it's like, mm, that has no flavor and was made out of uh, squash, probably. Oh, like when things. I tried to fool my kids with cauliflower mashed potatoes. Pro- I like cauliflower. They they knew something was a mess. So they're real fresh. <laughs> I got those. Um, I had a hand-me-down. Someone was like, here, you can have these. And they were cauliflower, like straws that were like chips have you seen those mm-hmm. like the veggies and they tasted horrible they were really bad really I love bad. some cauliflower puffs i'd rather though. just chew I'll tell you what cauliflower. that's what i'm talking about what do you mean puffs puffs, puffs. i like puffs of all kinds <laughs> i like a puff pea a puff <laughs> corn a, puff? a puffed cauliflower puff? I, I don't really eat cereal that much that's good it's too sugary yeah what about rice cakes? They're kind of puffy. They're not. There's no nutrient nutrients. I need the nutrients. It's just like it's just filler. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So puffs with nutrition. But I like the puffs. I, you know what I really like? My favorite right now. My favorite puff. My puff of the moment. Puff of the favorite. Puff is the, the is the hippies brand the sriracha puffs. Ooh yeah, they're spicy. Ooh yeah. And minions are on the bag. Are you? Is, are these Trader Joe items? Winked dinkily. No, this is ma- mainstream commercial. Yeah. My new favorite is sriracha pistachios, but they're mm. very are they expensive. No, oh. yeah, I would. I would need a puff I sitting here pistachio like, any day. How does that puff things? I know they puff everything. It's it amazing. Like they freeze dried dogs. It's probably like that. I, they just put in a thing and goes poof. Right. And then they right. put them in a bag and I snack on them. 
Do you like cheese puffs though? Even though they're not good for you. I like cheese puffs. I like cheese puffs, but they're so bad for you. But I will be oh. eating cheese puffs because of that. What's like the essence of the puff? Is it a puff of cheese? Maybe it's the oil that makes it pop like popcorn and so it puts air in it. Like what is being puffed? I don't know. I my aunt used to, I <laughs> thought it was the coolest thing in the world. She had those, topic. Pin, topic. those pinwheel um pasta shells pinwheel like they look like wheels wagon wheels wagon wheels thank you um so she would say uh, go take these and we'd put them in the microwave and they puff up and they just create a puff oh, when you microwave see? them that's fun everything's better in a puff fascinating i need to do that i haven't thought about that since childhood i love a puff see this podcast brings up stuff we just brings it up big styrofoam <laughs> and i'm 100 percent sure that's why i'm gonna Die young. You're gonna eat styrofoam by accident? No, we used to do it as an art project when I was a kid in like the 70s. Like, you know the meat trays, the styrofoam meat trays? Yeah. We'd color pictures, cut them out, and bake them in the oven, and they'd turn into like a little hard, like you can make a jewelry out of it or a hanging. Oh, I know. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you're supposed to bake styrofoam in your home oven. No, like all those chemicals. Just easy bake ovens probably a whole nother topic aren't no safe this is my regular home from... oven oh this is an art project that was fully sanctioned by it's dangerous uh my mom <laughs> i mean they were real neat but All when right. i start to leave the house without pants that's why i mean again or <laughs> again <laughs> unintentionally can you just give us a reference in a text message chain we have going on about that you would get out of the car running from the swarm of birds naked naked? (laughs) we're like why naked i just feel like that's the essence of a true panic just i don't like yeah i gotta just be free i want more clothes on because i know i don't want i I was like, they're going to go for the tender spots. <laughs> Protect your soft parts. Protect your soft parts. Check out that episode. It's real. Um, okay, last bit, and then it's yours. Um, okay, so maggots can also help decompose bodies, which is a good thing, too. We talked a while ago about burial. And oh, yeah. So they can help decompose a corpse. Flies may begin to lay eggs on a body, even in the per- periods preceding death, so even before someone's dead depending on the conditions um egg deposits can often be seen in the nostrils the angles of the mouth eyes so like all the soft parts that's what creeps you out i think uh that biological like creep out about snagging there you know that like if they're on you they want to be in you but they're gonna but maybe this oh that you're dying something yeah it's, it's like, like vulture circling you don't like, want to see that yeah it's like this they uh, can sense mm, the sixth then they know something it's psychological sign of so danger like that means unhealthier yes. oh, yeah. that's so true or if so a true. cancer dog starts barking around you right. you're like get the fuck i would punt that dog across the room <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to delete that don't, part out later <laughs> don't be sniffing around my moles Back up off. So egg deposit only consensual. Those cancer dog sniffing. Oh, I thought you said consensual dog kicking. I doubt that's consented upon. So the eggs that are deposited turn into the maggots, then the pupa, followed by the um, followed by empty pupil shells, and then they turn into flies from there. That development cycle lasts between three and five weeks, depending on species and temperatures. 
Maggots produce enzymes which break down proteins and feed on uh, disintegrated soft tissues. In summer, it's possible for maggots to reduce an above ground cadaver for nearly, like take it down to nearly skeleton within a few weeks. For the coroner, an additional problem (laughs) is that eggs are frequently deposited in wounds to the skin while the subject is still alive, resulting in extensive destruction to the wounds with loss of evidence regarding cause of death. So that can be a downside if it's been there for a really long time um because it's hard to know what is the actual originating what's wound right so um i've seen those like experimental research cadaver decomposition farms where they like study like what things look at at different stages which helps them establish those times of death Mm -hmm. are you all ready for this i'm so excited are you ready for this this has not stopped tasting like a farmyard Mine has. Mine has not. Tasting like a farmyard. <laughs> I forgot about it until you said it, and now I'm like, yeah. It's, the, it's like, it's just not, it's on my tongue. I feel like I licked a goat. There's some links between our it topics. Like goat cheese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Don't look. We're not looking. We're talking about farms. Pungent I can't actually words. see here. Okay. okay. I'm. I'm gonna make my font just don't breathe out to 90 percent like just hold your breath (laughs) do y'all like eggs i love eggs do you love eggs i'm an egg person i wait to hear all the bad things about them thank you for ruining my life i'm kind of torn i eat them but then if i really think about it i'm like these are unborn chickens and that's pretty gross and then i well i'm gonna change your perspective on that okay please do i love eggs jews love eggs I have not I'm met a, secondary. a Jew that does not live an egg. I made egg salad the other, like, two days ago. I eat eggs almost every day. Jewish kids are raised eating hard-built snakes. Uh, snakes. What the fuck? That really What Freudian slip was that? I know what kind of Freudian slip was that. Jews raised on Jews. Remember that. I don't think we can post it no. in the title. It's just <laughs> me being stupid. I mean, for our new listeners, this would be a good time to state. I am 100% a Jew. I am like all in Jew. I'm not, but I like to Freaking Jewish pride all the way. That was way uh, a slip from who knows where. Deep in the subconscious. I'll think about, I'll journal later. Maybe maggots and snakes. Because snakes came up in my mind naturally too. Because I was thinking like, journal later and scared of? Maggots, snakes. I love snakes though. There's not pet snakes. I don't know. I'll work it out later. I'll like draw a mandala and figure it out or something. Okay. 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 So choose choose love hard boiled eggs. I think it's the what I was trying to say. Alliteration of it. Hard boiled eggs and snakes. Eggs. Snakes are like backwards. <laughs> eggs on a plane. There's like none of the same letters. Okay, I don't know. Um and I tried to help her. She let them both fall. Eggs, this is what I think. It's because eggs are not considered milk or meat. They're considered neutral. And so... Protein. As a kid... Like maggots. Well, no, because if you're kosher, you don't mix milk and meat as a Jew. Oh, I didn't know that. So 
eggs are considered neither neutral mm-hmm. so you, you can eat eggs all the time so That's growing awesome. up i always had a nice hard-boiled egg snack <laughs> nice share a personal story with yes you. so i used to t- tutor these kids um who were like orthodox jewish and from israel their family amazing um spoke hebrew first language and so they I hadn't known them very long and they took me out to um, Panda Express for just to be nice. Like after the kids got out of school, they're like, let's go eat. And so I ordered the crab rangoons and the kids are like, oh, like, what is that? What's in there? And I'm like, oh, it's crab and um, cream cream cheese. Yeah. Like some kind of dairy. And they both looked at me like, like, what are like, ew, that's disgusting. And I was like, what's the matter? And the mom's like, yeah, we don't mix like shellfish. Well, we don't mix meat and dairy, and then shellfish, shellfish is also is so bad. So I, like, I ordered the food that was and just like, ate the it. Gross, disgusting thing to them, and the kids were like, kind of like trying to be polite, but I could see they're like, "What's wrong?" Yeah, with like lady? shrimps and stuff are unkosher. So oh, that was my. I don't keep kosher. Earrings. Look how cute her earrings are. Oh, they look you. like little p- pill bugs. Little maggots? Little, yeah. little mm-hmm. black maggots. Little roly polies. Oh, they do look like roly polies. Yeah. Love those. So I I love eggs. Um, I don't know if you've tried to buy eggs last week. You couldn't find any in town. <laughs> Everything has like two limit, please. Yeah. And I'm like I had to go to three stores to find I, eggs I because want, I wanted to make pancakes. I chickens this spring. If I they, do they, urban they make eggs all the time. So then you can have eggs. Since you like that, I, I, I have an idea. I do have a, a hookup at work. Yeah, that's good. Oh yeah, that's right. I think I got some. Those food. cute little blue super, eggs. Super hot yeah. in here, really fast. Or did I get drunk? I think no. Did we shut the heater vent? It's shut, but it's it is getting hot all of a sudden. I think <laughs> that I think that maneuver's kicking. So there have been shortages this last week because avian flu is making chickens drop dead. Oh, I had no idea of the why. I would yeah, probably eat less why. eggs if I knew it was from the avian flu. Well, those are the survivors. <laughs> Great. Um, hardy. So they're hardy. There's a lot of important questions about eggs. Are eggs good for you? Is eating eggs ethical? Mm-hmm. Yes. That Which is a came question. first? The chicken or the, chicken the or the egg. egg? Why the chicken oh. cross the road? Why did the chicken cross the road? Because I had to lay the egg. All very important questions, which I will not be addressing today. That's great. I love unanswered questions. What I will be addressing, though, because I'm from the city, and I've never... She said, I'm from the city. I've never understood eggs. What? So the big question that I'll be answering today is a question that I've really wondered about for the last few years is, do eggs come out of a chicken's butt? I don't. If you know the answer, don't say. Because we're going to get into it. I can't wait. Do you know the answer? I want to say no to that. I want to say yes. No, don't say the answer. No, I'm. But you know the answer. We don't want that to be a no. But I don't. I don't know the answer, and I'm going to say yes. There's always yes, and you want it to be no. I don't want it to be yes. There's always poop on them, but it sounds like you want it to be yes. It's probably yes, but I'm hoping it's a no. What's your opinion? I think it comes out the butt, I guess. It doesn't logically make sense to me, but I think it does because there's always poop on them. 
That's that's my sequence. Okay. So I have an egg hookup at work. And I remember once in a meeting, I kind of asked that question. And I felt like the answer was very evasive. (laughs) And that made me want to know more. And so finally, I had the time to dive into this. Guess what? I've never asked butt questions and had people be evasive and left me like wanting to know more. But (laughs) but guess what? Guess what? 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 Chicken butt. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god that's our podcast and, and we're guess what chicken, chicken butt. Butt. write it down somebody because you know we're gonna forget your, tomorrow sarah I got it okay no okay i have to tell you too many times i've done exactly that and i forget and where is our it. notebook okay but, all right thank you let's talk about a, how eggs are made and i kn- want you to know that i felt a lot better about my naivete because oh when i started gosh. to google that it was autocomplete like that. So I am not the first person to Google the question of do eggs come I don't out know. of a chicken's butt? I don't know. I don't yeah. Know. The people want to know. I and we know. are here to, to educate They're and enlighten and maybe entertain question marks on all three of those. So let's talk about how eggs are made. It's a common misconception that a hen can't lay eggs without a rooster around. Oh, I know that. I know that. So chickens don't need a rooster around if they're making eggs that are for eating. It's just not fertilized. Yes. when it, Without a rooster around, the hens will lay only unfertilized eggs. That's the eggs I want to eat then. The ones without the little red dot in it. Yeah. A hen requires roughly 24 hours to produce an egg. That's not bad. That's like So really it's fast. like one a day. That. They should market that? Yeah. One of them. Unfertilized eggs. Well. You would get that? They're so supposed like to they're... be unfertilized once you get in the store. They're all supposed to be unfertilized? Yeah. They're so supposed they to be. They keep them roosters out of there. That's... Well, I'll. Hmm, okay. All right. Wait here. You'll see. Um, so the like process, not you know, anything. just starts again. So when they're in their like season or whatever, um, they'll just continually be doing this 24-hour process so there are some seasonal things like light really matters and their feed really matters and mm-hmm. like their mood really matters can i consult with you when i buy baby chicks well i am not an urban chicken mm-hmm. farmer i am not an expert you did read one more article than i, I did. read one more article than you i i know that if you you want your chickens to be comfortable and calm i do i used to have pet chickens I buy cage-free eggs. That's like really important to me. I hate the that's, idea that they like miss. That's a them. myth though. Cause they like, it's like a wording thing. Cause I found that on one of the other. Oh, topics. probably. Like they say cage-free, but that like the, how they define a cage. It's like a foot by foot. Right. Like it takes very little to loosen up the definition of what a cage is. But I think it depends. If you're going with a depends. big giant commercial organization, it's like one of these in. big brand names. It's probably different than if you're getting them from a local, like my worker right. at work. I don't like the idea of my coworker where chickens. my coworker at work, like so they're in her yard, you know, it's different. Yeah. I mean, they're, yeah. they're normally like in a spot where they literally can't move. That's, that's caged. That's, what I'm like. that's caged. Um, the uncaged, they may have, they may have more than one, you know, defined by what the wire, like the type of housing, which does matter, hurts their feeds um the wires yeah that's like those big commercial operations right right right. yeah 
a laying hen's ovary holds thousands of tiny ova. And I saw some pictures of these. It's incredible. They're like on a it's incredible. <laughs> They're all these little egg yolks, like on this. It kind of reminded me of like a like a Brussels sprout stock. It's all these like yolks and all these little sizes. Because like we're used to as all these variations we get, we get, of sizes. We get one. We get one. But up in the chicken, up in the chicken body, up in that chicken, up in that chicken, thousands of these thousands. like yolks, <laughs> like some are teeny, teeny yolks, some are a little bigger because they're all like oh. in this, they're different stages, stages and ages. When a yolk is ready, so when the yolk gets big enough, it it leaves oh. its its station there. It's ready for life. And it goes into like there's this like system of tubes that it goes out. It's called an oviduct. Ooh, I want an oviduct. <laughs> I think you have one. <laughs> it's a tube-like structure that's divided into different sections. So Are my fallopian tubes is there yeah. oviduct? Yeah. Okay. After <laughs> so uh, over the course of four hours, it moves. I'm trying to drop it moves thing. through an area. To the special area called the magnum. I want a magnum too. Are these my ovaries? <laughs> no, this is the place where the egg white protein is added to the yolk. So it starts off as just this yolk. Why do I not have an egg white protein? Well, because developer? we uh, live birth, we don't lay eggs. Why don't we just lay an egg and like call it good for a while? And then they, they're some animals easier. lay eggs, some do live births. Oh, I mean, your child owes egg in over there. I'm, you know, I'm just sitting on it. And then you can let other people sit on it. You could have a life. <laughs> wait, I, wait, you be like can, penguins. Can I have the mom just the, sit? The, yeah, the, oh, okay. the somehow I need to make this request now so I don't forget. We have to do a photo of all this like this, sitting like this, eggs. and I will photo edit it where we're all sitting on eggs. You don't like them? Um, I like them a lot. All the best ideas. <laughs> That's what we everyone can beat it. If you veto, it's done. Sorry, Sarah. I, I had the visual. I was like, I want mine to be pink. She already knows what color. Her, why do you get a color? Like I was thinking Easter. Why don't you two do that? And you're like, and I'll be standing off the side being the cock. <laughs> Rooster people, come on! Threaten her stuff. All right. Cockle doodle doing. <laughs> um, you're leaning too far that way. Where am I? Magnum. Magnum. There are all P. these I. different <laughs> proteins that make up this egg white. Mm. And you know, you can buy just egg whites, like in a little carton. Yeah, I buy the carton. When People I think make... it's healthier or whatnot. Yeah. I, I think it's tasteless. Part. Yeah. Same. <laughs> And so these I like the living fluid. provide protection for the oak and <laughs> also sucks. help with the formation of the shell membrane and the shell. So if you're peeling a hard-boiled egg, like there's that membrane under right, the egg. Right, that's, that's what I just did with little the skin egg salad. Yeah. Some of them, like you just screw it up and then it just starts. Well, do you know the trick? No, I did. One time I did it, it was really good, but I forgot. Do you like flash it in ice? Well, I boil mine with salt in the water. Okay. And then, yeah, then you throw them in cold. I 
did it, but and then the, I didn't put salt. I like, I like it when the shelter's peeled right off. It's that so was fun. Like, oh. <laughs> you might not cook them long enough. <laughs> I think that's what it was. You have mm-hmm. to cook them for seven minutes, exactly, and do not boil them. Yeah, so it has to be under boil. Because I like a little juicy in my yolk slightly in the Just middle. Just a little. That's like perfect. I don't want my yolks to be like all the way solid or great. Right. When like, I make that's ramen, when I make ramen, you want to cut into it and just have a little bit in the middle. The sauce. It's the sauce. The sauce that counts. Mm-hmm. Oh, the sauce. The sauce counts. Mm-hmm. So then the maybe egg 10, moves. Maybe 10 minutes if you're doing a hard boiled egg. Like if you're cut. Moves through this mine. other place. Mine was boiling. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. We're talking about eggshell. We're formation. here. We're here. This is important. <laughs> I, I, and, I know. I'm so sorry. And so over, so that first part was four hours. Now, this is the long part of the process. This is the 20-hour part. This is where the shell is forming. Oh, God, yeah, because this is all happening within a day. That's Isn't what's that crazy a, to me. It's crazy it's beans. crazy to me. I barely do anything in a day. And this is like with my making body. a shell. That's why they, they have just such pissy. a shell. Don't they get pissy a lot? I've never known a chicken. I raised. I I had a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. No wonder they're just like. During the last two hours, this is where the shell pigment is formed, and you know, eggs can be brown, white, to blue, try to green. In the environment they're, they're like different well they say the color comes from the kind of chicken and that brown ones come from uh red-headed chickens i mean i like that you laughed at that well because I, I thought about the red i just did the red-headed yeah. um, topic. topic yeah which you could see like prior like if people didn't overbreed chickens it would be where the chickens the type of chicken where they're from would have certain color to help hide in the habitat. It's like different kinds, yeah. but people think, um, you know, hippy dippy people, which I am one. I'm not like dissing like other people. Dippy. I'm city a dippy. city dippy. I'm city dippy. But there's city dippy, city dippy misunderstanding dippy. that brown eggs are like healthier than white eggs, and there's like no difference. It's just the kind of wait. Chicken. That's People think they're healthier? Yeah. People think legit? they're healthier. Legit. The eggs I but buy that you... say cage-free are brown. And I wasn't like just thinking because they're brown, they're healthier, but because right. the way that it was the box. Because people no, think... no, no. marketing is a huge I thing. That's what I think people think. They take advantage of Because I also think this, so I'm just assuming yeah. other city dippies think this. Yeah. I think people are thinking white eggs are bleached. <laughs> they look not as natural yes they're unnatural and then, well and, and they do they make the boxes so often the white eggs come in like a styrofoam like and and you're like ooh, uh no and i then, want the, the naturally fibrous carton that carton that's clearly made of recycled materials which is probably not and the ink <laughs> is made by like berry juice hilarious <laughs> <laughs> same same bins of farms where like chickens are roaming free <laughs> and i'm like that's what i want my chickens to be but those, but if you saw them roaming free they are roaming free so that's yeah. that's real did you Sorry. buy those eggs should though? it be like called roaming free chicken? no okay no 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 the thing is is i 
I did a topic that hit on that a bit. And if you're buying them at the grocery store, odds are that you're buying from a larger conglomerate and they're taking advantage of the verbiage and they're targeting you with marketing. I'm not surprised. I'm a sucker. If there's like a beautiful label with some teal involved, I'm in. Ooh, like I'm like, this is my new favorite thing. They usually (laughs) flick the orange across the top and you're like, that's Mm. a color. Can you hook me up with your egg person? <laughs> yes. I want natural eggs. I have, it's a good they're price. All, well, let's be, it's only, oh, wait, okay. they're all $3.50 for eight, 18. It's nicely. good. That and they're good. beautiful. They're like blues and greens they're, and they're mm-hmm. delicioso. Yeah. $3.50. I mean, maybe the price will go up now. Right. Whenever my mom visits me, they bring me a big thing of eggs. And do, did you know, I don't, do you have in here about how they can be stored? Because I don't want to give it away. Um, no, but you don't. If they've never been refrigerated, right. you don't have to refrigerate them. Right. So, so I just keep them out. The first time I was yeah, like, yeah. what do you mean they're just sitting here for days? Oh, like it, it's was, natural. Yeah, yeah it's natural. So once they're refrigerated, though, then you have to keep refrigerating them. So during this whole egg process, it's moving through, like once it has its shell, this, you know how like one end of the egg is big and one end is more narrow? So it's going through narrow end first. (laughs) But interestingly, just before laying the egg, it flips and the large end comes out first. And the thoughts are... uh, Like it doesn't even give them like a little leeway. Like this helps it from... (laughs) They're just like... Cracking though. Like it's a safety thing. Like if it's their baby in there. Because it's initial pressure, but then it relieves. Well, no, because there's more support. No, Like... If their chicken baby is in there, oh. it's it's more of a solid landing, and also there's an air bubble on there to help cushion the chicken baby. Did you see the little air bubble on the yeah. top? Yeah. So the this is all so nature is so smart. Okay, I still need to know if it comes out of a bubble. Or not. We're getting there. We're getting there. Oh it depends, like how I view all of this. We will get there. Do they have a special sacking system? So, um, you may have occasionally found blood in an egg mm-hmm. and worried about that so there's a myth that that means it was a fertilized egg mm-hmm. and that like that's a dead chicken baby but that's not true a hen's ovaries are full of these blood vessels and occasionally one will break during the egg laying process and then a drop of blood will be on the inside of it so totally safe to eat though it might gross people out but people eat bloody things all the time. People eat a steak, no problem. So if that egg had a little bit of chicken blood in it, like really? Double yolks. When I went to... I'm on a off meat eating. You're off eggs? No, off meat. Oh, okay. I've been on and off meat my whole life, so bloody okay. steaks have always grossed me out. Yeah, I don't eat them either. But I... I don't judge people that love them. You're doing a, a lot of hand motions and talking Sorry. about meat. I don't understand. Yeah, yeah. I've been on and off the meat. I'm off <laughs> I've occasionally <laughs> cracked an egg. Don't do that motion by your face. <laughs> We're recording, Sarah. Okay. She's <laughs> new. Let's talk about double yolks. Ooh, those are like a magic genie. I've occasionally cracked eggs and there's a double yolk inside. When I went to Oregon for Thanksgiving, I bought some eggs. Is that where this came from? Clearly. It says Oregon down the can. (laughs) I got some eggs and 
every single egg in the entire carton was a double yolk. No way. So I got 24 egg yolks out of a dozen. It was weird. Like every time I cracked it, I'm like, another double yolk. You should have double rainbow. It was like that. It was crazy. Wow. That would have went viral. It was amazing. Double egg yolk. You can get an egg yolk. A double yolk occurs when a chicken releases two yolks into the same shell and are usually produced by young chickens whose reproductive systems have not fully matured. They just don't know. But they can also come from older chickens during the end of their egg producing period. And that reminds me of humans. Like the older you are, the more likely you are to have like multiples. Yeah. You know that? Yeah, because your eggs are all decrepit and you're like pump them out hurry <laughs> falling apart yeah you're almost done it's either i don't know or i'm confused <laughs> so fertilized eggs we talked about this a little bit earlier yeah. most commercial eggs are not going to be fertilized so people think like you're going to crack open the egg and there's going to be a dead chicken fetus in there I've or that. that you can incubate um an egg and you'll grow a chick and that is not going to happen in most cases. However, mm. in my research, I learned that I rarely a male chick in the group won't be detected. Mm. So something commercial egg companies don't want people to know is they kill all the male chicks that are born because they don't want them right. in that the group. Yeah. Uh, but it's occasionally like, one will slip yeah. through. Peanut, peanut gets angry. One will slip through and then um, some eggs will end up being fertilized. You can spot a fertilized egg by looking at the yolk. Right. Can you do it through the egg? Someone taught me that once. I don't remember how to do it, but I remember something. But if you look at the yolk when it comes out in the place, in place of a usual small white spot, you'll see a ring. So there'll be a ring. So that's like the beginnings of life. And people have said they've cr- cracked open commercial eggs and found dead chicken fetuses inside. I don't know how like legit that is. I feel like they get screened somehow. There's some cute quality. I mean, people. it's in a shell. Maybe once in a million. I used to be obsessed with Cadbury eggs. Those aren't laid by chickens. Just No, but they're really delicious. Okay, I said I wasn't going to talk about the ethics of eating eggs, but I'm going to briefly touch on ethics because I ran across this one question. So you're going to kind of talk about it. I'm going to talk about it a little bit. Touch on it. Do chickens yeah. feel pain when laying eggs? So I thought this was really an interesting question. Probably. Yes. Ancient Romans used to call the crying of chickens the crying and sobbing of chickens while they laid eggs, the egg song. So apparently chickens can cry and sob. Like people sure are giving birth. I would cry if I had to lay an egg. That's why I can't stand the idea. Imagine of laying pink. your giant pink egg right now. Think about it. That's and not- you're stuck in a cage and that's they just keep making you. And it's coming out. out. That's torture. Wide side first. No. <laughs> Hold on. That's awful. It's just not aerodynamic at all. It's not. It's, I mean, actually it is because you put the big end on the top and then the windswept end on the end. So the wind. There's no wind. There's no wind up in there. I mean, coming out. In the ovidus. 
No, it is very tight quarters. There is no wind. Did you not listen to the husband stitch topic? There's no wind. There's no there's no wind tunnel going on. Many chickens don't appear to be in pain while laying eggs, according to researchers. However, some chickens particularly Are these researchers male? No, this is a female researcher. No. However, some chickens, particularly mm -hmm. young chickens and those laying very large eggs, mm -hmm. do show signs of pain. And these signs include wheezing, gasping, and occasional minor bleeding. Well, that makes sense. Like there's some human women who versus chicken women who have easy births where it's like, oh, I barely felt it. And then some that are like, that was excruciatingly painful. Maybe it's a spectrum of chicken birth. Sure. Good point. The question about the ethics of purchasing extra large or jumble eggs has come up. Oh, good point. Because people use them for cooking and they often call for a large egg. And some in mm -hmm. animal welfare have warned about purchasing jumbo eggs. And some in that. animal welfare have stated, never I had. will never buy Just get an ostrich egg. a jumbo egg. Have you seen ostrich eggs? They're huge. I well, but they I also might have a bigger. Miners, They're bigger, though, to be fair. They have they a bigger have something, which I'll get to in a minute. Who's ha? But, <laughs> but Another. Just not, not so I, this was fascinating to me because this is something I. She's, whole, she's withholding and she knows it. I had never, I ever. Thought about or knew about this is so incredibly fascinating. Another compounding factor in determining whether laying eggs is painful or not is the stoic nature of chickens. Chickens are prey animals, and prey animals hide their pain. So that means just because they don't appear to be in pain while laying doesn't make it necessarily so. Wow. And I completely that related that to human trauma. Me too. Me too. Right when you said yeah. that, I was thinking. Like, I'm I a person of trauma, and mm -hmm. I will, like, if I ask for help and I'm in pain, it has gotten to that fucking point. Like, I will hide it all. I'll be bleeding, hiding it behind my back. Have you seen the study where, I forget the name of it, but it's an attachment study where they'll have, like, the child in the room and then the parent will leave and come back. And when it's a healthy attachment, the parent leaves and the child oh, yeah, shows, like, outward signs of stress. Yeah. yeah. But when there's, like, a anxious attachment or an avoidant disorganized, disorganized mm -hmm. The parent will leave and the child will like appear neutral, mm -hmm. but as they're like uh, monitoring heart rate and everything, they're it's going way yeah. just as stressed on the yeah. inside. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, yeah. that's me 100%. People are always like, you're such a rock. Like you seem totally calm. You know, you great okay. So all I'm of like, us, like, all of us are rabbits. On the inside, I'm dying. If you're interested in what a rabbit means, become our patron. It's only a dollar. And, and rabbits are commonly prey. Rabbits co are commonly prey. And we all have spiked so, heart rates. All right. All the time. The moment we've been waiting for. Two <laughs> eggs come out of a chicken's butt. Yes. Yes. However, however, there's only one Butthole? exit. Well, which is called, it's not called the butt, which is called, this is the term that 
my coworker used, which I felt oh. like was a bait and switch when I asked in the meeting mm -hmm. about this. Okay. And then she answered using this term. I'm like, but what does that mean? Still the butt. A noose. So it's ca often called a vent. <laughs> That's a bubble. <laughs> which seems like it's a bait and switch, right? Yeah. Smoke and mirrors. Like yeah. just what, call it a butthole. Just call it what it is. Yeah. But it's not just a butthole. Everything happens there. It's it's the butt so, factory. There's reproductive activity. It's the birth. It's a birthing so butt. But there's entry too. Oh. But then there's oh. also you know. Wait. Oh my god! Really? It, yeah, it's one thing. So wait, or, they get impregnated through anal. This is gonna blow no, it's every. Not, it's a one thing. It's a one thing. There's only one thing. So With we can't. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. So when the rooster, he does he go in her butthole and get her pregnant? This but is going to blow not... every high schooler's mind. We just talked about. No, we just, I did not just talk about this. In high school. It's not technically a butt. There's just right. one hole for everything. I remember hearing like. Oh, in, in going and outgoing activities. Anal doesn't count because you can't get pregnant. Wrong. Count for what? If you're a chicken. Count for getting pregnant. That's all it doesn't count for. Well, it doesn't count as sex. If you're a teen, like consent, like sex before marriage, because well, you can't get pregnant. I think that's, that's the thing that the high schoolers say. That but is, that, but that's a very heteronormative view. That is true. Yeah. But I've heard it, and I've heard it from younger folks while working in a high school. Mm -hmm. Just saying, it's not. I'm just gonna say anyone who asks me, it's not true. And they'll say why, and I'll say chickens, and that's it. So it's not you have to play a butt. Because it's an all-purpose thing. So do you want to know what happens? Kind of not, but I'll, I'm here. So there's this one opening for reproduction and for evacuation of schools, stools and urine. So it's like an everything thing. Everything, everything. everything. portal, or whatever you want to call it. We do call it the portal. Opening. Chicken However, the hen will push her egg out in such a way that it turns part of like the, I don't know if it's called flesh or the material, it's called the cloaca. It'll turn inside out so that it doesn't contaminate the egg. It's like, I sort of think about like a train track that switches to another Ooh, track. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so that, that like when you're eating and then you have to switch there's like yes, a little like, it's uh, like that. walker so that you can not breathe in or when a choke. penis can't pee and ejaculate at the same time like it's like a switch like Froop. things are making so much more sense I need okay to so here's the, more anatomy class here's the picture so here's the egg coming down it's Chicken all one opening that's fascinating that is one can opening you show that to the screen right now because this is well make it a little bigger and show it I don't, I don't care. I need them to know what we're looking at. I don't know. Yeah, you they can can't see. see that. Yeah, you can see if it. If you did it right for a moment. To the, yeah, yeah, there you okay, go. Okay, there. So in the top picture, the egg's coming down. See, there's one opening, aka the vent. And then in the bottom, see how it switches off mm -hmm. the, the exit of the stool and urine. And then that, I guess it's called the cloaca, all see. that like flesh around the egg actually comes out of the chicken. Okay. Okay. So it does, that, that explains the poop on the egg, but it does keep it more sanitary because it doesn't go through the intestines. Yes. Interesting. 
And obviously it comes from a different place. It's basically like they could have had two holes, but they found a more efficient efficient. Now I'm like, why don't I have just one hole? Well Okay, I'll say this after we stop recording. So that's all. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say something. That I realized I would wake up at 2 a.m. and be like, Macy, edit that out. We don't edit our podcasts very often, 98% of the time, unless I get a random 2 a.m. message panning and I just, I'm I'm like, like, that wasn't, I've said too much. It happens. We say things. It's very occasional. Yeah. I've probably three times ever in the last four years. Right. It's like our four year anniversary. We had one in the year, too. Yeah. It's like, did you know that? Four years. Right now? Cheers. Four, Cheers. Wait, four years? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> so we you... sat right there for our first ones, right across on this other side of the room. That's true. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to make a new disturbometer. And Where then we can. Good. I couldn't find it. I looked for it today. What did you do with it? So let, let, so I blame Stella for it. It probably wasn't her, but I, I doubt. I highly doubt that. She gets into stuff now. She's at that age where she... You haven't like, had it for a while, though. Into the things. Like, a long time. Like, she came out of my room the other day, like, holding, like, really expensive jewelry. I'm like, let me just take that from you. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you rate uh, Macy's topic? Distributor meter, talk- one to oh, ten. Maggots. 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 I'm gonna go seven. Really? I think six. Really? I'm I'm gonna go three. I like it's it started with me feeling like it would be a six or a seven, like ew, gross. And then it then it just got like interesting and like helpful and beneficial. You can see the good in the I think visually though it can be kind of disturbing. I'm okay with it now that I know all the good. Like to me, there's more good that they do than bad. Like what bad do they actually do? They help decompose bodies that are dead or dying. And they're and they help with medical processes. Packed. They're protein packed. You eat them, I guess. Eat them on a stick. It sounds good, but I'm I have a fear of death, so it makes me think of death. Oh it makes God. you like existential. Have you watched Wait and Ways? I have. Recommended. I I loved it. Okay. I watched it twice in a row. I loved oh, it so okay. much. I'll yeah. watch it. Okay. And plus, Adam Driver is just amazing. What a platform. Netflix. Is that Netflix? I just watched Keep Breathing. It's a survival, another survival show. Mm-hmm. A little cheesy, but it's about this girl that gets like stranded out, airplane crash <gasps> in the wilderness, Canadian wilderness. Oh my god! Survive. The next season of Yellow Jackets is coming out. Oh my gosh! We have to do another. Review. We have to. Yeah, I love that. Did series. you listen to our last? You have to listen to our last one. It was good. Sarah watched it. I watched the whole series, yeah. but I, no, I no, no. But did you it. listen to our podcast? That was so good. I will. I'm going to. <laughs> I promise. Okay, disturbometer for the eggs. I'm not gonna... and, and answering the question. Yeah, what's yeah? Do eggs come out of a chicken's butt? I learned so much that's relevant to my daily life now. So I mean, but disturbing. <laughs> I would say, I would say probably a seven, honestly, because of how I didn't know how people. Because because I grew up kind of some farm life and I've had chickens before, I never thought like people thought the way they did about oh brown eggs are healthy. Isn't like that weird. I just yeah like to me that's disturbing how well marketing can cover and 
you know, yeah. over their trauma animal abuse. Yeah, I'll say seven on the chicken abuse factor, but three because now I'm going to eat mm-hmm. eggs with a more with a better conscience it, it that does, I'm not eating unborn chickens. It does that bothered me. me. Yeah, yeah. I was so much misunderstanding out there. I feel. I think I thought that. I always saw poop Mm -hmm. on them, and I and I I didn't know the answer to where it came out of. I just and I never assumed because I didn't want to have to assume (laughs) about that. So I didn't assume. I just knew they had poop on them. I'm so glad I'm not the only one that didn't know where they come out of. Hmm. I wonder what the cleaning process is like in like the like big places. Yeah, it'd be interesting because they are pristine when you get them at the store, and it's. When I see farm eggs, it'll be like some hay and shit. No, there's not. Yeah, there's some dingle doodles. And you like rinse them. But even then, like there's still maybe some staining. And so like those white, white eggs, maybe there is bleaching, perhaps. But the brown eggs are clean, clean too. Right, right, right. So it doesn't mean that they like did that to make it white because that's silly. Maybe they bleach all of them (laughs) as a cleaning process. (laughs) Or not bleach, but maybe something. I think... Because it's the outside, you don't eat it. They could probably get away with a lot. I think people akin it to white rice versus brown rice, and brown rice is supposed to be like way healthier. It's not that way healthier. Like it takes way longer to cook, and it gives me a little tummy ache if I eat too much. So there's that. I like there's cyanide in white rice. Well, oh yeah, because it's been well in a lot of areas where it's been grown. There's been a lot of um from uh if you get it from actually china i believe is where there's a lot of uh, ground toxins mm-hmm. mm. i only get my rice from china it'll make me live longer maybe or we'll less see. we'll see actually we'll i i am little doses of poison on the immune but we'll see she's gonna far surpass me i have a feeling it's gonna be odd i don't have lipstick to put on my lips when i die but <laughs> just like my dryer's broken. If you could wash and dry my laundry, make sure that's not on the floor. That'd be great. I'll do my best. Uh-huh. If you didn't listen to our last episode, what did you talk about? Oh my God. I couldn't this remember what I talked about. Sarah, what did oh, we talk I ta- about? I talked about, I know what I, oh, that's a great way to switch it off of me. I know what I talked about actually. Well, let's say yours first. Okay. I talked about um the, uh, Cold War um, implications and impact from the U.S. government and in general in oh yeah and how that one dude made a point <laughs> it was the, the U.S. Indonesian massacre the, yeah the Indonesian yeah. massacre that was um funded as well by the U.S. government and we made a porno apparently the U.S. made a porno we didn't Kiko make a porno yeah 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 Kiki Moro everything's hard the next week. Um, so the phenomenon in Japan where individuals will pull back from society mm-hmm. and um, never leave their house or work and, you know, the impact of that. It's a good episode. I enjoyed that episode. Mm-hmm. Until next time. Until next time, live your life big end up. Have a good Follow one. that. You go. Do it. You go. No, I'm you like, both look. I'm the closer. Oh, oh, you're the closer. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> um, you know, if you like eggs, like eggs. Don't worry about it. I think life's too short. Eat the yolk. It's mm, the best part. All right, ready? I just came up with this. This is not pre-planned. 
You're usually pre-planned. <laughs> no, either we don't pre-plan anything. Same, but I just thought of a good one. Okay. Buy some deeply disturbing merch like this. Oh my God, Sarah. That looks really good. You know what? I need to get one of those. I don't even have one. That is really cute. Damn, I have I some gave cute it. Merch. <laughs> Bye. Bye.